0: Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? Your health challenged, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed? Don't you sweat it?
1: Hi, it's Jen. I am so excited to have you here, my friend Paul, today. He is the Reverend Dr. Paul Meckes, and he is a metaphysicist. Well, that's just one of the things he does. And before you turn it off, stay with me. The reason he's here is because I have really realized lately that if I engage my brain in some pretty intense things, it helps take my mind off of my symptoms, what's going wrong, the struggles I've been going through, and it makes me focus on some really higher thinking things. And I know that you're probably thinking, well, hardy mom doesn't normally talk about this kind of thing. But not only does Paul talk about a little bit of metaphysics, but he also talks about relationships and new ways to look at yourself and your life that Honestly, are going to change your world. He is an amazing friend. He is an amazing human. And I know you're going to get something out of this episode. So stick with us. You're going to be glad that you did. And thank you for joining us. Hey, Paul, I am so glad to have you here with me. What is something fantastic that has happened to you in the last little while?
0: In the last week, uh, I'd say the last seven days has been pretty uh, instrumental. Yeah. Um, and uh, I am officially a media broadcasting company in the state of Florida. I am official. Got the LLC and corporation established and uh, got all the paperwork ready. Now I'm ready to hit the road running.
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you know, that's amazing because I just got mine last month.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Congrats.
1: It feels good, doesn't it? Getting that uh, paperwork. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. That's
0: very taxes are not good, but
1: you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to deal with that. But at least, hey, if we make enough to pay taxes, you know, then I guess that's a good thing, right? That's solid. Yep.
0: Yeah. If he if he didn't make any, if he didn't make much, you don't have to pay out much. So right. That's that's a good thing. So
1: I guess paying a lot of taxes is a good sign, and <laughs> then we hate to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Well, I thought we would start by talking about something that I just really got into this past year um, is metaphysics and Mm -hmm. reading about metaphysics and all that kind of thing because you are, that is right up your alley, I believe. Um, Can can you tell us a little bit how you got started in that?
0: Metaphysics is mainly understanding self, understanding your human potential, understanding our own abilities, uh, reaching outside of the human condition, and understanding that we're not truly um, restricted to this world or this universe we call the third dimension. Um, hence, spirituality. You know how, how much the consciousness, um, consciousness studies. Um, I think this really became big during the research. Of a uh, former astronaut, um, uh, Edgar Mitchell, when he started IONS Institute of Noetic Science. And um, that's what it was based off of is uh, the study of consciousness. Because he knew there was when, when you leave planet Earth and you look back and go, wow, that's where I'm from. But then you see all this mass space out there. And you start looking into into the self, and start realizing how small we really are. But what is our true potential? And that's where the an area of metaphysics that I study is the self, the human condition.
1: So that is did that answer. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that you know it's interesting because when I when I first went to college. I was a um, philosophy major. I love philosophy. And yeah. um, so, you know, kind of similar. And then and then I had children and I, I didn't continue that. But um, but the the same, you know, this type of, you know, where are we? Where do we belong? You know, I don't know. All different ways of looking at yourself and everything around you and all that. And I think it's, yeah. it's very fascinating. And I know, you know, a lot of people, most people listening are moms. And so a lot of moms don't think they have time for this sort of thing. But I know, when I started reading some things about just physics in general, and different things this past year, I don't know, it just it triggered something in my brain, it made me feel so happy to, to think about some deeper things that you kind of get lost in when you're in, you know, like diapers and not sleeping all night, you know, but just to really, (laughs) to really give yourself that time to focus and think about some of these things. I think it's really important.
0: I really hit the precipice and bust through that door and jumped over to the other side of the fence. Um, it was after it was about 10 years ago, nine, 10 years ago. Um, after, after my first marriage, uh, I'll well, yeah, well, definitely after the first marriage, after the divorce, I was reaching out to friends of mine that were in the field shamans, um, spiritual teachers. And I was asking, I was like, man, it just felt like it's, at not necessarily the end of my life, but it just felt like the end of something, and I needed to look deeper within the self and find my true potential. And that's another part of metaphysics: it's finding your true potential. Um, and when I started studying and looking for places, I can I can study metaphysics. Um, found a a class or a school, an institute here in in the state of Florida, the uh, Institute of Metaphysical Humanistic Science. I believe they're based out on the Gulf Coast. And um, it's a four-year degree. You can get your bachelor's, master's, and doctorate in the study. And uh, it's normally a four-year. If you get your master's, there's been some students that I uh, I think they only give you like 10 years for the study. But I... I did the four-year study within, with in less than two years. Oh wow! <laughs> the dean was like, I was, I was, I think I was on like a four-year, a almost a two-hour conversation with him over the phone before I even signed up, and he's like, "You ought to teach for us." <laughs> and a lot of the stuff seemed like second nature. Like I know this. It's like wow. Well, it was like I felt like Beethoven. and <laughs> yeah. and um. But it was astounding because at the same time, even though I knew it, it was relearning it. It was kind of remembering, learning the basics of of the human condition and learning how to take your power back. And that's the very first principle is learning. People are trapped. It seems like we're all trapped in this third dimension we call life and learning how to regain our own power. Don't let people, you know, walk all over you. Don't let, you know, don't be that rug to let people walk all over you and don't allow bullies, don't allow to be bullied. And, but, um, you know, it starts with that and then you start to progress until you gain this confidence and learn this confidence and start to learn who you are and, and what your potential is.
1: So what do you think, okay, so if somebody realizes, you know what, people are walking all over me, what would be a good first step to to do inside to help start, you know, build that confidence and stop that from happening?
0: Recognizing that you love yourself. You have to recognize that you know, I'm much bigger than this. Kind of like standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and looking down going, Whoa. But looking at that Grand Canyon and going, I am that canyon. I am this beast with this potential. Recognize the gifts that you have. Everybody's got gifts. Everybody out there. You know, you love to sew. You love to, you know, you love to paint. You love to, we love to podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You love to talk, you know, and search for those things that you truly love and capture it and and there's also these specific things that to focus on in order to make that transition and get that power back and it's to use emotion thinking is creative if you think of something you're creating it within your mind it may not be physical but it is metaphysical um so when you think of something and going, I am this, or I'm going to do that, or this is going to happen, I want to create this. You first think it, then by using the emotion, be passionate about it, love it, see it in the mind's eye. The more you do that, and that, that's one thing, and I'm sure everybody was uh is familiar with the secret, the law of attraction. Right. Not, and not to get into that. I mean, it is a little part of that. One of the major main laws of thermodynamics is by envisioning it, seeing it, feeling it, and having emotion on it will create it. Like attracts like energy. Um, and that that's one of the main principles of If you if you feel like you're trapped in life and you don't know where you're going or you don't know how to draw that in. And I know everybody knows how to do it. Everybody really knows how to do that because we're all creative. Right.
1: But I think what you're saying too is if we don't, we we have the potential to do anything. mm -hmm. We just have to recognize that we do and let ourselves feel it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And eliminating that self-doubt. We all have it. I mean, there's days I have it. There's probably more days that I have it, but it, it doesn't last very long. <laughs> you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh boy, I don't, I, just, I don't want to get out of bed. This is going to, and the thing is too, is how powerful our mind is and how powerful our thoughts are. This, this compulsive self-generate, thought generating machine we have in our head will sabotage us. It sabotages us all the time. And, and, the moment and some of these thoughts eh, is where we get into a whole different, this is going to be a whole different story. It might be a whole different broadcast, but some of those thoughts aren't ours are not truly ours. And we need to get into the metaphysical aspect is there is a collective consciousness that we're tapped into. And some of those thoughts aren't ours. They could be thoughts of spirit thoughts. And that's where mediumship and spirit communication comes into, but recognizing those thoughts that are yours and going, that's not mine that doesn't serve me it's not for the highest and best leave you're not welcome move to the next one you know it's like taking a test you know and you only have three hours to take and you got 100 questions you you know you take that you know if you can't answer that question in in one second move to the next one and then come back to it and just keep doing that over over and over and over and over and over again
1: I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, that's something I personally have been dealing with. So <laughs> that is, <laughs> yeah, definitely meant to talk to you today. I have to tell you what, um, yeah. So if you're listening, I think, you know, no matter what your belief system is, I think that what what Paul's saying goes with everything, right? Because if you if you're thinking bad things about yourself, and you're constantly telling yourself you're horrible, you're not going to do anything. Then you're going to feel horrible, and you're not going to do anything. Yeah, I and mean, that's yeah. That's just it—the self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: We know? hide, yeah. We we self hijack ourselves all the time mentally. We do it all the time, and I think we also do it for fun. I think we do it purposely. You know, you have it. You know, you get this moment of of grandeur, and eh, but then the second something happens, it's like, oh, oh man, and we tell ourselves, or we tell other people, "Man, I'm not having a good day." You are having a good day. You're just telling people you're not having a good day because you want people to feel sorry for you. You know, feel sorry for you. (laughs) So we're all guilty of it. But to maintain that, to maintain that energy, to maintain that state of mind is just have that thought, have that emotion, just, you know, at all costs, just try to move forward and, you know, love that thought. Love, I am going to... Go and and I'm going to go kayaking and I'm going to love it today. Oh, go do it. You know, see an alligator? Oh well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Where we live, you know. Yeah. (laughs) You do. I mean, my kids went stand up paddle boarding um, with my well with my older daughter, and uh, right where we live. And usually there's not gators over here because we're on this island. But there was one day where there was somebody took a picture of a gator and a shark just swimming right next to each other. And that's where they were, you know, but you have to make a choice. Are we going to avoid all water where there's something dangerous? Because that means we don't basically go in water unless it's a pool. Or are we just going to go and, you know, face everything.
0: And And I think that, and that's another thing too, is that we sabotage ourselves with is fear is we don't, we don't want to make, um, or that fear of challenges, um, stepping off that cliff, so to speak, and just keep going. Um, I did that. I was guilty of that, was guilty of that a lot. After high school, into college, you know, an opportunity would come my way, and I was afraid. I mean, it seemed like a really cool, oh, you can do this, you know, and yeah, I'm like, oh, I could, but, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if I should, because if I did, this would, this could happen. That could happen. Oh yeah, it could. But has it? You don't know unless you try.
1: Right. Well, the answer is always no, unless you try something.
0: Exactly. The answer you know, is always has no. Taken, unless you taken know,
1: yeah. a <laughs> long time to figure that out, you know, yep. and, because yep. yeah, you can, you can guess all day long what might go wrong, but you don't know unless you try. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say somebody's listening and they are going through a really rough time like when you went through your divorce, right? And they just they cannot see the good in themselves right now cuz for whatever reason. Mm. Is there do you have any help for that sort of thing to get them to the place, you know, where they can start thinking that way? Cuz I know a lot of the moms I talk to are just really struggling.
0: Yeah. Um it goes back on to Love thyself. Um, they might feel that they've lost love, um, or somebody has stopped loving them. Um, especially coming out of a marriage, you're know, like you're now. You're self-doubting that whether whether you're adequate enough. Don't feel that. Don't feel like you're not adequate. You know it. That and that's that's something that I felt too. Is like I I, I felt that I lost. You know I'm not an adequate companion. And truly, that's what everybody needs. Companionship. Marriage is not all about, you know, this, uh, this stigma that I guess the establishment has put onto ourselves. You have to do this and you have to do that. And it, it's not have to anything. Right. Like Don't flowery feel that you romance. Have to, that yeah, doesn't stay forever. Exactly. Don't believe in the true romance thing. It's fun every once in a while. Um but it's about companionship. And if somebody has left you, don't feel like you have lost lost love. Um or that, or that they you're not lovable. Me. Or that yeah, or that you're not lovable. I mean, that's BS. <laughs> There's always somebody out there or somebody. Always. Um and sometimes you just have to when one door closes, another one always opens, always. Um, sometimes you do have to sit aside for a little bit, not to stew and and feel hopeless and helpless, but to kind of sit back and meditate. And that is a very important thing about metaphysics. If you want to go inward and learn about the self, meditation is the best practice to get over just about anything. Um and having that intention and that that affirmation before going into that state of mind going i am not this person i am not i am an i i love myself i'm adequate i'm beautiful um the world loves me god loves me and i will find somebody better and by saying those, and you can say that affirmation every day, every day, every morning, you wake up every morning and say that to this, to yourself. You are now opening up and creating a multiverse of energy around you. And you're calling to the universe and telling the universe and God and that this is who you are. You're starting to recognize it. You're starting to feel it. You're starting to display it. One day, that special someone's going to come around when you least expect it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Cool. I had given up. I was done, you know? And then yeah. that's when it happened because I wasn't, I wasn't looking, right? The right person came to me. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes yeah. that's, that's what we need to do is stop because sometimes it's not up to us. We just need yeah. to wait, you know, I mean, not that you're if not sit at home and wait because <laughs> unless <Yeah>. somebody comes <laughs> knocking on your door, you know, yeah. but.
0: you know, I was, I was, I was actually having that discussion today with on the phone with um, somebody else um, that does podcasting or is thinking about doing podcasting. And I was like, you know something, I know how to start a community because we were starting, we thought we were talking about relationships and, you know, divorce and, you know, what, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, maybe I should start a community through my website and through this podcast. Not necessarily like a dating website. It would't be a website. What it is is a a physical community that that I advertise, and like maybe once in a quarter, like once every three months, we get a we gather in public, we find a venue or something like that. People can sign up or show up or whatnot. And, and, um, and you kind of like do a, I wouldn't like lack of a better word, like a speed dating type thing, but you right. meet people. Yeah. You meet people that are, that are looking for somebody, um, looking for a companion and, um, with like minds.
1: Um, I mean,
0: and I another think thing, be great. Yeah. And, also answer that question, um, you know, maybe the person left because you guys, it, it, you know, you didn't, um, lack of a better word, you didn't vibe, <laughs> you know, right. you weren't on the same, wa- same wavelength. And crazy as it is, people change. We change. Um, biologically, every seven years, we have a new body literally every seven years it takes all of your cells in your body to regenerate and you literally have a new body but then i go well why in the heck do we get old then right i <laughs> right? know yeah it's
1: not generating the same way i'll <laughs> nope, tell you what <laughs> not the same
0: cells <laughs> um but everybody does change it seems like every decade there's there's like chapters in people's lives And I'm going to ask this question in Casadega next weekend. And I'm going to ask it now for your listeners. And it's kind of a little bit of homework. And if you were to divide your life up into chapters, and each chapter can be however time length, it could be 10 years, you know, five years, one year, doesn't matter. And if you were to divide your life up into chapters, and you're in a particular particular chapter right now. What would you title that chapter? What's the chapter called now? If you're if you just left a chapter and you're now in this new chapter, what's it? What's the name of it? What would you call it? And, I like that. Uh, yeah, and it's a little bit of homework because when you start to stew on it and you start, you know, you're going, oh wow. And then you start looking back in your life and you start to step out of yourself and, and look at your life in third person or second person. And you start to recognize it helps you understand who you are.
1: Right. And it gives you a, an opportunity to define your next chapter. Yes. Instead yeah. of just letting it happen to you, you're saying, no, this is how this is going to go. And it may not look exactly like what you think it is when you name yeah. it. Right? Yeah. But at least you're you're, yeah. you're 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 giving yourself more than a goal, really, right? I mean just, yeah. just determining I like that yeah. a lot.
0: A chapter of my life right now is called No More BS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> I put up too I put up with too much of it over the last forty-five years that I'm just I'm done. I'm done. I, I can see through all of it. <laughs>
1: See, I tell you what, Paul. We are we are in the same chapter. (laughs) We are, and it it is a little upsetting to some other people in my life. I'm not going to lie, because yeah, yeah, you know. And I think a lot of it has to do, you know, with how people treated you when you were being raised. Right? We can't blame our parents. I think once you're an adult, you're an adult. Right. Yeah. So you need to take responsibility yeah. for what happens. So I can't say, oh, well, I was treated, whatever. But you do have those voices in your head. And I think th- what the things you're talking about are great tools to use to get those voices out of your head. Yeah. Because you can't, I mean, I feel like once you hit 20 and you're living on your own, you need to make your own path. You're oh. writing your own chapters. You're yeah. not someone else does not need to be writing them in. And if someone else is writing your chapter stories, then you need to maybe let them go or reassess Mm -hmm. and set some boundaries because
0: Yeah. Because if there's if there are people in your life that are not for the highest and best and don't congratulate you when you do something. And not not that they have to, but they're not supportive. Right. You know, like I said, you know, just moments ago is, you know, there are people change. We change. Now as far as the self, but you know, for you know, your friends, I mean you could probably I can't even name the amount of friends I had. They were really good friends at the time, but now it's like I I haven't talked to them in years. Yeah. But it's not that we it's not that we stopped talking because there was a falling out. It was just you know, we just I don't know, we just we move on. Right. we we, we in different we directions. find new people, we find new associates and new people to kind of work, help us work with our path and go you know, down the rest of the r- yellow brick road. So, yeah. um, but um, another piece of advice too is don't, don't be discouraged when people seem to be wandering off in their own and doing their own thing and, and leaving you. It's not that they're, they're not friends anymore same it's the same as to go same to go with marriage. Um, you know a divorce is just you know you, you get you almost have to think about it as you know this is just we're not we're not right for each other at I wouldn't say anymore, but it just the energy's changed and you can't feel bad about that. I mean every conversation I've had with people I mean, really old people. I, I mean, nineties, hundred years old, old people. <laughs> and I'm like, what's what's the secret in life? You know, I, what's the secret? And they can't really tell you the secret, but some of the pointers that they've made, and they they go, um, you know, the amount of friends that they've had and lost, and not well. If you're at that age. You've lost a lot. I'm of sure I, you've definitely lost a lot of friends <laughs> yeah. and um, lost them to death or, I mean, that we can't control, but, um, but they've never had any regrets. You know, the older you get, you start to realize that what you did regret then, like you got fired from a particular job or. You know, you you left that relationship and it was spoiled and it kind of just, you know, created havoc. But then when you look back at it going, that was actually the best thing for me. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for the breakup or getting fired, I wouldn't be here now. And right now is a wonderful place to be.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think that that is a really important thing to remember, especially when you're going through a really hard time that you don't, you don't realize. Yeah. You, know, you just don't. But it ten years from now, you know, if if you if you make a decision that whatever you're going through now that's really hard, that is not how your life's going to continue. I think that is vitally important though. Yeah. You know, if you wallow in that and say, well, this is how my life is and it's always going to be like that, you are choosing for your life to be like that. But if yeah. you make the decision, I'm going to make it better. You know, this neck I'm my new chapter starts right now. It's going to be better. Yeah. It really will. It really will
0: be. Yeah. And I think the bit, the biggest thing too is, um, create, uh, let life look at life as a, uh, a river and, you know, you got the rapids, you know, you've, and you've got the really calm areas and stuff like that. But, um, I learned this during, um, um an ayahuasca retreat <laughs> and, um, a really spiritual retreat with a, a bunch of other shamans. And um, you learn that it, it, it teaches you, you go in, you you go inward and you start to realize that you've been fighting the current. You have been fighting the river your entire life. Um, you can't fight the river all the time. You just, you, what you need to do is you need to, um, uh, you need to submit, and just let it go. Let it go, sit back, and let the river take you, which is life. Let life take you naturally. You can't rush things. There's certain, certain, There's quite a few things out there you just should not be rushed. Because if you rush it, things may not go the way you want them to. Or should. So, I like
1: uh, well, you've given us a lot of amazing things to think about. I love it. You know, in the beginning, we were talking about, you know, what we're going to talk about. And you talked about exactly what I needed to hear. And I know that someone listening definitely needed to hear as mm-hmm. well. So I really thank you for joining me today.
0: You are very and
1: welcome. all of that. It is, it's been wonderful. So thank you, Paul.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me on the show. It's a really cool show.
1: I am definitely going to start seeing my life like a river, and just start going with the flow a little bit more and fighting it a little bit less. And was that thing about chapters brilliant or what? My new chapter has just started, and yours can too. No matter where you are in your life, if you're happy with your life your new chapter can be even better. If you are struggling in your life, your new chapter can be better too. It can be different. You can move in a new direction. Just because we're in the river, we don't have to stay in that same canoe. You can get off to the side and get in a new one and go somewhere else and write that chapter title. I can't wait to hear where you're going to go, and what the title of your new chapter is. Can you go to hardymom.com slash contact and send me a message and let me know? Because I can't wait to hear about it. I thank you for joining us this week, and I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. the Hardy
0: Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts in interviews Find time to be with your kids and family I can help you get it done easily So premenopausal or postpartum All stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them I've been there, I've done that too With a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you